Put your hands together and welcome your very own Dunstable Town Podcast. Talking the Town Podcast, post-match Dunstable Town 2, Crawley Green 0, uh, here with manager Joe Dini. Joe, we said just before the little Christmas break, we wanted to get back to our identity, the way that Dunstable were playing at the start of the season. You stressed that more than once to me and more than once to the players. I know that for a fact. You must be very pleased today. 2-0 against the team top of the league. Connor Colson not really making a save in the game. Danny Webb scoring a very good goal and an all-round good performance from the boys. Very proud of them. Um, I thought, I've got to be honest with you, on reflection of play, it's probably the most comfortable 2-0 you'll see this season. Um, I never felt we were in any, any real trouble. I mean, bar the chance in the second half where there's a cutback, I think it falls to, to Triff. Probably should do better from there. But again, it, it comes because the lad sort of wriggles and he ricochets and then he gets himself into a position by the byline where he pulls it across and probably should do better. But I thought when I spoke about our DNA and what we're about, I thought we started on the front foot really well. I thought first 20 minutes went after them, put them under pressure, shuttled people around, got around the pitch. I thought the midfield three of uh, Harry Beaumont, Luke Dunstan and Jardel Sterling got around their midfield players and we had opportunities. And if you look really, we've had a great opportunity early on when Kelvin gets clean in and he's trying to be unselfish and slide in Webby. Um, I don't think you'll do that again, to be fair to him, <laughs> but uh, fair credit to him. I thought his recovery, I thought the front two were menacing. And then we hit a lull in the game for about 15 minutes where the game was just horrible. It was scrappy. It was, you know, very direct, both teams. But like I said to the boys at half-time, the good thing with that is when the game was scrappy for 15 minutes, we didn't do anything stupid that we have done so far this season when we decide, well, we're bored now. We'll go and do something daft. What we did is we kept it very professional. We played in the opposition half. We locked the pitch. We forced them to kick. Um, Obviously, they were going into like a, a breeze. Second half, we seemed to go into an absolute hurricane. Um, so it was tough second half but what we did really well was we came out of that lull and we got two goals mm. and the first one is a wonderful finish it's the first time really in, in, in about 15-20 minutes we got that little overload we got a 3v1 overload wide where Harry, Luke Dunstan and uh, Rory Mills combine and then it leads to obviously the long throw and the long throw comes in and we're, we're aggressive in the box it's two balls into the box where we're aggressive today. We, we put the goalie under pressure for the second, then we'll be led. It's a great finish from Webby for the first one. And then the second one is a wonderful ball in from Harry Beaumont, right on the goalie. And you know, look, we, we've got more desire to score than they have to defend it. Um, and fair credit to our boys. But two nils are always horrible leads. And it's one of those at half-time. I mean, I know we're clean in when the referee blows his whistle, which blows your brain. And you're sitting there, you're thinking, you don't want half-time to come. Um, but then what we did, to be fair, was we regrouped, regathered. Second half, we came out. And as I said, I thought they ran out of ideas, Crawley. You know, like that, they'll, they'll say they've had a few missing. And they have. I mean, we've got some big players missing as well. We've lost Alfie Osborne. We've got Robbie Goodman. We've got Carl Faulkner to come back. You've got Isaac Olilei. You've only got Liam McCrowan coming back. You've got no Dylan Baker. So, you know, at the moment, we, we, we're a little bit stretched as well. And, but what they did today was they ran out of ideas. They kicked the ball off the pitch Christ knows how many times second half we got ourselves into a really good solid centrally compact system which we're very very good at and then what it does is it forces them to go round your shape never over or through um, and then we, we were robust and really resilient I thought the three centre halves were fantastic I thought Ethan Creary coming back looked like a Rolls Royce along with Carl Davis and Gordon they were, they were so comfortable and then Benji Crilly's the, the voice that holds everything together back there his decision making was, was fantastic and I thought just in front of them I thought Jardel Sterling was 
outstanding. I thought for me, I've got to be honest, I thought he was our best player today. Um, and there were some good ones. There were some good ones. You know, Connor Coulson's been comfortable because Connor Coulson's proactive with his communication. And he's had to kick the ball late in the game where it's into, like I said, it's into a hurricane and done really well. And I thought it was a really professional, really comfortable performance. I never felt in trouble, but we've been here before this year where you don't feel in trouble and then we decide to do something stupid to keep it interesting. And then all of a sudden they get a goal out of nowhere and you're struggling. So no, I'm really pleased with the boys. As I said, I thought it was thorough. I thought it was comfortable. I thought we were we were dominant, really. They had, like I said, they had a lot of the ball second half, which teams will do without really causing us any problems. So I'm very proud of the boys. Yeah, I mean, how big a call was it to obviously put Jardel centre mid? He's been outstanding centre back uh, pretty much all season. You know, we know what he brings to the team. Uh, like you said to us before, you said like uh, when we chatted you before the game, it's a big call because if, if it goes wrong, it comes back on you. But the lad didn't look out of place centre midfielder. I thought he bossed it. He gave us that a little bit of extra strength today in the midfield. Like you say, when you need it in horrible conditions, it was a terrible day. Terrible day to play football. So it was bad to watch it. So God knows what it's like to play in. But um, Jardel really gives us something extra in midfield, and that's a, you know that's full credit to you guys and the coaching staff for putting him there and second of all for him for, for stepping in centre midfield because you know, it can't be easy for him going from centre back No of course obviously I, I've known Jardel since he was 15 whereas most of the other coaches haven't so I've had Jardel's played copious amounts of games for me as a sitting midfielder in front of the back four and I think sometimes when you're a young player what you need is those little voices and experienced ones behind you and he gets that in Crilly. so what Jardel does today and he did it last Wednesday is he simplifies his game he's physically so strong and powerful and what was good about him again today was he just made mature decisions above his years. He's 20, 22, I think he is now. And his decision-making was excellent. He's up against their, one of their you know, crown jewels in, in the eight, who's a good player, to be fair to him. And I thought Jardel absolutely beat him up before he bullied him. He dominated him physically, caused him they ended up having to move the eight all over the shop to try and get him impacting the game. And I thought Jardel was excellent. And he deserves so much credit because I'm his... Biggest critic, I'm also his biggest fan. Mm -hmm. And he today has been mature. The sacrifice he makes to play for this football club is immense. And that's the relationship that I have. So sometimes people see me with players and they think, Coy's a bit barbaric and they'll probably sit there and have their opinions. My players are like my children. You know, I'm on them all the time, but let me tell you, they're the first ones to get praised when they do well. And today he deserves full credit. I thought he was fantastic. And like I always say to people, I'm, a, I'm really hard on myself. I give it to myself all the time. Whenever things don't go well, it's always my fault. Tonight, I might actually go, go home and give myself a little pat on the back because I think I've got some big calls today and I'd like to think I've got them right. And uh, look, that's my job. That's the job as your manager. When you, if it had gone wrong today, that would have been at my door. I would have put it on, but I knew it wouldn't. I've got to be honest, I just knew it wouldn't because I looked at the personnel. And having Jardel in there allows you to get Harry Beaumont, who's a wonderful, creative footballer, and Luke Dunstan higher up the pitch. And what it does when they're high up the pitch, which led to the first goal, they, they link, they combine, they're clever. And Jardel gives you that security as, as a sitter. So we, we flipped it around from point, point up to a point down. And I think fair credit to the boys. Their, their energy today, I thought they were, they were fantastic. And I'm really, really proud of them. Yeah, I mean, while we're talking about energy, Danny Webb really now does feel part of this team. You know, we knew of him before he come to, to Dunstable Town. I know you hadn't worked with him much before. Um, he's really now, I, I was watching him today, his work rate up front, took his goal really well, but his work rate off the ball, which I noticed, for you know, not for the first time today, is really incredible. And you know, He gives us so much uh, more options up front. You must be really impressed now to see him embedded in your system and the way you want to play. Yeah, and that's full credit to Danny. I, I spoke to lots of people before we took him, because I always do my character reference. They all said he's quiet, he never says a word. You never see him smile, he never says a word. He's been the opposite since he's come in. And that's a credit to him. He's come straight in, he's built in, he's got a smile on his face. Um, you know, he, he, he was so desperate when he first came in. I was delighted for him to score at Enfield because <laughs> he'd had so many chances that he buries all day long and they just didn't go for him. And I remember pulling him here after, after, after a game 
where he had missed the five or six. And I said to him, you'll, you'll start Saturday, relax. He just needs that. That I think he needs that love. And we love him here. He's been yeah. fantastic. Not, not just the quality of his finishing. It's his, it's his open-mindedness. You know, him and Kelvin up front, I'm always on their case because that's just the way I am. Mm. But I thought the two of them were excellent today in terms of the ball goes in. They make defenders defend. Mm. Webby runs channels. He gets down the sides of people. Ball goes into Kelvin. He bumps people. His body's clever. And today I thought Webby took his goal fantastically well. I think Kelvin's play deserved the goal, to be honest. I think he did some really good bits. And credit to those players because they've opened their mind. There's seven, seven strikers fighting for two spaces. Yeah. So you ain't got to be a rocket scientist to work out. If you're not cutting it, the next one's come in. Mm. But no, I was so proud of him. He, as I said, his work rate today to go and shut people down and chase fullbacks epitomises where we are with him. He doesn't stand there waving his arms about. He, he worked incredibly hard. And yeah, I was immensely proud of Danny and, and Kelvin. I was, I was immensely proud of all of them. We weren't carrying passengers and... That's always a good, good space to be. So hopefully now we, don't get, we won't get carried away because it's a three points. It's a three points that I'm, I'm pleased we got. I think it was workmanlike. But now what we've got to do, and quickly, is we've got to back that up on New Year, after New Year, the 2nd of Jan, if we want to stand a chance of kicking on the league now. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, we play um, Bulldog away, um, St. Tillemont at home, and then we're back to Arzi, the same place that Bulldog play. Could be horrible weather, horrible pitches. I mean, is it a case of now, same again, let's go again? Like you say, we've got players to potentially come back in. You, you know, we, we've got options now, which we didn't have maybe a month or so ago. We were having a terrible run, we had injuries, but now we've got players back, we've got a tough run of games coming up, but we are going in the right direction. Without a doubt. And if you look today, I go back to everything comes back from our error count from the goalkeeper in the back three. So if you look today, how many errors do we make? In our own half We don't Now don't get me wrong There were times when First half when it was Really scrappy And it was horrible I think we got time But like I was saying To the coaches Don't get upset Because we're crying at them Four weeks ago When we decided to dribble Out from the back And get robbed mm. So what we did Is we played with an intensity The weather going that way I like now mm. Because I think We've got a steeliness to us The steeliness Where I question the players Were we showing that enough um, And it's a tough run of games They're all tough at this level they're all tough and I'm sure we'll be sat here in five, six, seven weeks time hopefully still talking about a great run but there'll be a couple of, couple of terrible ones in there we'll chuck but sometimes you've got to just roll your sleeves up enjoy the combat enjoy the battle be aggressive and I thought today we played with more bite I thought we played with more spite and I thought overall we were very, very good so it's a step in the right direction I said we'd turn the corner two weeks ago I said the Tring game would, would be a blessing in disguise and it certainly has done. And that's a credit to the players. They've worked their absolute nuts off again. But we've got to go now. We can't sit here patting ourselves on the back. Mm-hmm. It's a job done. It's, with all due respect, you know, we've beaten Crawley. 2-0. That's all it is. It's yeah. not. We've not turned Liverpool over. We've not gone and knocked Man City out of the FA Cup. That's not being disrespectful. It's a fact. We've now got to go and back that up and go and get another three points away at Bulldog and then worry about the next one. All I'm worried about now is Bulldog Town. Told the boys, whatever you're doing for New Year, cancel it. <laughs> You'll be stuck with me. So <laughs> I'll be uh, probably ringing them all on New Year's Eve. Where are you? FaceTiming them because that's just how I work. But forget it to him, mate. I thought the crowd were fantastic today. So massive thank you to everyone who came out in horrible conditions. Over 200 again. So we are uh, going the right direction. So great to see you, mate. We are indeed. Well, Joe, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, I know you won't be doing anything for New uh, Year, mate. Thanks. And I'll, uh, we'll catch you at Bulldog, mate. But Brilliant. thanks, Joe. Congratulations, mate. mate. Cheers, Joe. It. Thanks very much. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with our podcast. Me and Matt Carrot, and we'll be uh, going into this game in a, a little bit more depth. Uh, so our podcast will be out tomorrow. Go and follow us on Twitter at DTFCPod. Till next time, everybody. Up the blues. <laughs>